0: My message tonight is buried to blossom, buried to blossom. And I was taken to this scripture in John 15, verse 15 and 16. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I learned from my father. I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you to go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. Then the father will give you whatsoever you ask in my name. It's part of the scriptures I wanted to read. But let's go to John chapter 12 verse 24. It's our main text. John 12 24. And I tell you the truth. Unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies. It remains only as a single seed. But if it dies it produces many seeds. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies. There is a falling. That ground, that that seed must fall to the ground. There is a falling to the ground. And then there is uh, dying. It remains only a single seed. If that seed is there. Let me tell you brethren. You and me are a seed in God's hand. You and me are a seed. But unless we fall down. Unless we allow ourselves to be buried. To go down. We remain alone. And yet the Lord is calling us to fruitfulness. We have been called to fruitfulness. He says that the axe is at the root. That whatever fruit, uh, 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 tree that does not bear fruit, it shall be cut. We have been called to fruitfulness. But for us to be fruitful, for us to bear fruits unto the Lord, we must go down. We must accept to be buried in the ground. So that we can bear fruits that remain, fruits that are worthy, fruits that should be sweet, that should be desirable, that should be attractive, that should be nourishing to those that are around us. Me and you are a seed and we should allow ourselves to multiply, to become what God is calling us to be. If you do not fall to the ground and die, the Bible says you will remain single, you will remain alone. This life we have been called, the salvation that we have been called into is a salvation of fruitfulness. Our God himself is a multiplier and he has created us and he says, I have created you, have given you power and authority. That what he is, he expects us to be like him. We are co-creators with him. If he can create, then you can create. Amen. If he can make, then you can make. If he is a multiplier, then you are a multiplier, Hallelujah! In the Bible, you not find many scriptures. I have, I don't think even I found a scripture about addition. When God is talking about uh, about increase, He talks about multiplication, because He believes in bearing fruit, and it's not just any fruit. It has to be a fruit that is consumable, a fruit that is good, of every. Fruit tree that does not bear fruit. The Bible says it shall be cut. Not just fruit, but good fruit. And it says you must bear, be able to bear good fruit. If you do not bear good fruit, then you are like those who who do not bear at all, at all. You are infertile. The Lord has given every one of us ability to give seed, ability to multiply, ability to increase. And you must arise to that calling. You must arise to that mandate of yielding, of multiplying, of producing. Because we've been called to produce. Hallelujah. We have been called to bring seed. And not just seed. but I mean, we are seeds, but we've been called to bring fruit. You must be able to bear fruit. Every word that is spoken, if you just keep it to yourself and do not share it out there with someone else who is hurting. Then it remains with you, and you die with it. But if you re- if you receive a good revelation, if you receive a good word, if you receive something good, and you want to, and you go out there and share it with someone who is hurting, then you have planted a seed. You have become a multiplier. You have become a. Uh, you have become. You are like God. You are His kind. Amen. You become like Him. The Bible says in Genesis. Actually, it's the Lord himself who spoke, Genesis chapter 8 verse 22, that while the earth remains, seed time and harvest time shall not cease. So there is a time to have seed and there is a time to harvest seed, but there is a process in between the seed and the harvest. Many times you love, we love the harvest, isn't it? Everyone admires a good gift. Everyone likes a good talent. Something that, you know, something that's admirable, something that is attractive, but nobody wants to go through the process. There has to be a process for you to give fruit. There has to be a process. And that is what we are saying. Every seed must fall to the ground and it must accept to die. You must die. You must be alone in the earth. That is the process of making. That is the process that you must go through. Even gold itself must go through some, I had some several uh, 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 levels of fires. I think seven fires or something like that for it to be gold. When you meet gold in its original form, you will not even recognize it. You will even maybe, you know, uh, just think it's a stone or something. But and you will not like it, even if someone tells you this is gold, you will despise it. But for it to be gold, for everyone to, even a a small child to be able to look at it and see that glittering thing is what I want, because it has gone through a process. So there is a process to go through for you to bear fruit. And that is going and becoming and and, and accepting to be buried under the earth, in the soil. What happens in the the soil? What happens in the soil? What is the process of dying? There is rottenness. yeah. There is bad odor. When you go to uh, try to harvest a potato, have you ever tried to harvest a potato when it is still... When it, prematurely, when it has not, you know, uh, when it has not matured, what happens? What do you find there? You, huh? There are sticky things. You don't like it, eh? And yet that is the process God is calling us into. He says you must die. Die to the flesh. Die to the things of the world. Die to your own desires. Go against the tide. When everyone is going north, And the Lord is calling you like Jonah to the east. Then you go to the east when everyone else is going to the west or north. It's a painful process when you have to crucify carnality, the flesh. When you have to deny yourself. When the Lord is saying during this season is a time to pray and fast. And everyone else is having a party time. That week is the week or that day that you have been told the day you're fasting is the day that there is a party in your office and you even try to push it and say, can we fast on Tuesday? I've been there. I I mean, I'm a human being and I believe you have been there. Yeah. You want to try and fix it in another day because you don't want to make the sacrifice. Will that actually even count as a sacrifice? Because if you fast out of convenience, then you have not accepted to die to the se- to self and to the flesh. You must accept to go down in the earth if you are going to bear fruit. Some The Bible says some fruit, some seed produced 30-fold, others 60-fold, others 100-fold. But it was only one seed. It came from one seed. Brothers and sisters, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you're going through. The Lord is calling you to greatness, as we heard in the morning. But it starts from small, small simplicity. Simplicity, a small seed. The Bible says of a mustard seed, it's the smallest of all seeds. Yet when it is buried and grows, it becomes the the with. I mean, it shelters many birds. It becomes the greatest of all the trees. It starts from the level that you are at. You don't have to be great, but accept to be buried. Accept to go down. Accept the pain. It's a process. You must be buried in order to blossom. You must go down in the earth. You must fellowship with the soil, and the water, and the dirt, and everything unpleasant in order for you to produce 30 In order for you to produce 60. In order for you to produce that beautiful gift that you admire so and so exhibiting. They have gone through a process. When you look at Apostle Joshua ministering and you admire the way he ministers, the way he speaks. My God, I admire this man of God the way he preaches. The process he has gone through. The life he has gone through, if we can just share with you, I look at him. He doesn't have to tell me, but I know the kind of gift that he is is because of the kind of pain that he has had to go through. The, the, the level of the depth he has had to go into down in the soil for him to be like that. When I look at our pastor, who he is today, there has been a process that he has had to go through for him to be the man that we look up to today. There has to be a painful process. He carries the cross for us. He, he is the one that does everything for us, so that when we look at him, we don't know. We think he is. We we, we don't know what he, he goes through in the course of the week. But only him can stand and testify. And I know many. If he testifies, we are all going to run away. If he says the things he he goes through for us, sometimes we may feel unworthy. And that is what God is calling you to. Bearing fruit. You must accept to be buried in order to blossom. That beautiful gift, that beautiful uh, talent, that person you look up to, he is what he is, she is what she is because of the process that they've had to go through. The gold, the silver, it is gold. It is only gold. It is only silver because of the process that it has had to go through. So whoever you are, you can amount to something, but you must accept the process. You must accept to go down in order to be something. You cannot have a testimony if you, not go, if you do not go through a test. Amen. You cannot have that t- it comes from a test. Julieta said she was sick, and now she is healed. She went through that test, and now she has a of God's healing, of God's power upon her life. You have to go through it. Let us embrace pain. I know it's a difficult sermon. But this pain is necessary for us to be what God is calling us to be. This pain is crucial. If you want, we must accept to go down. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, chapter 92, verse 12 to 41. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. They will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green. Fresh and green. The righteous. Are you the righteous of the Lord? Are you the righteous of the Lord? You must accept to be planted. In the house of the Lord. If you are not planted. Then you will not flourish. You must accept to go down. You must accept to sweep the floor. To wash the toilet. To serve water. To do those small jobs. That is the process of planting. And then the Lord can give you a pulpit. You have to go through the process if you want to become something great. And we cannot rightfully ask the wine dresser to skip the process. Even wine. The grapes must be pressed and crushed until there is the juice that comes out. You want to be that juice? You want to be that wine? Then there is some crushing brethren to go through. There is some pressing to go through. Are you ready? I'm I'm not ready. But if I want to be that juice, then I've, I better ask the Lord to, I mean, I, I can never be ready. But I have surrendered my life to God. Let me go through the pain so that people can drink of me. I don't want him to skip the process. If he skips the process, the Bible has, we have started by saying that seed remains and dies alone. If he skips the process, then I will remain an alone seed. I will still be his seed, his seed in his hand. But I will live, enjoy life and die alone. I will remain alone. There will be nothing to show Of what I was on there. There will be no legacy. About me. About the impact I had. In the kingdom of God. If you want a legacy. Then you must go down. You must accept to be pressed. And crushed. In the wine press. Until you are something that people will say. I want that choice wine. It's a process that we must go through. To keep a seed from being planted is to condemn that seed to never realize its full potential. That's what happens. We'll never be, we'll never amount to our full potential if we are kept from going down, from become, from going down and being buried under the earth. It is a fact that seeds are meant to be covered and to die. It is a call to die. Will you answer the call to die? (laughs) I'm also asking myself, will you answer the call to die? No matter who we are and where we have come from, we must begin to appreciate the ugly stages of the process. You are what you are today, but it doesn't define you. You can become greater. You can become better. Because you are in a process and you can amount to what God is calling you to be. When we allow the Lord to shift our mindset, we begin to see everything that has ever happened in our lives for a reason. We begin to give to see there is a reason why this happened in my life. A couple of years ago, I went through something that almost made me feel suicidal. Not very long ago. And I felt like I am giving up on life. Like I am not, I am not uh, anything important, and I felt like giving up. And I'm telling you, this is the enemy who was speaking to me. I cannot say that someone did something to me. Yes, maybe they did, but if I tell you what they did, you will say he ah, here or two. Because it is now I can say that here or two, but I can tell you I was in a moment of darkness, and I would hear the enemy. I was in fellowship with the devil. I was just there enjoying being in fellowship with the devil and allowing him to feed me with his lies, allowing him to feed me with deception. And I felt like giving up with life. And today when I was seated in the car, the Lord reminded me that when I was going through my notes, and I was able to put reason to why I had to go through that. And today, even as I speak, I am not the person who would have spoken to if I was speaking to you a couple of years ago, or if I ever spoke a couple of years ago. You, can, you are a testimony, you can testify. Yourself, you can testify about me, isn't it? <laughs> those things happen. Allow the Lord to change your mind shift. Allow the Lord. Ask the Lord, what are you teaching me? Allow me. Give me the grace to go through the process. Give me the grace to look only to you. The Bible says that Jesus, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. Every one of us. And Jesus says that if any man will follow me, Everyone wants to come to me. They must bear their cross. They must carry their cross and follow him daily. He carried the cross. Yes, we say he carried the cross for us, but he's also inviting us to carry the cross as well daily, daily uh, sacrificing ourselves, daily sacrificing our pleasures, daily saying it is you, Jesus. He gives the grace. The Bible says he gives, the he grants those who are humble. He gives them grace. Grace to go through the process. Grace to go under that wine wine, wine press. And me and you, we are that. We are the righteous. If we are going to flourish, then the Lord has given us the grace. You just need to to step up and say, Lord, by faith, it may not be a very pleasant experience. It may not be a very pleasant uh, time you are calling me into, but by faith, I look up to you. Yes, you're calling me to death, but I look up to you. You are the life giver. Even in that death, I believe I will see life in it. Even in that process, I believe I will see you in it. Even in that valley of the shadow of death, David says he knew he was convinced and he had faith and he was feeling the presence of the Lord with him. Even in that boat, the Lord is with you. Even when the boat is sinking, the Lord is with you. He will hold you up. He can only allow so you to go through so much. He knows what you can take, and he knows what you cannot take. But allow to go through. Allow yourself to go through the process. New beginning and new life is what is planting and death of each seed. Uh, that is all about. And through these stages, we will uh, we will arrive at the truth that God was not burying us. He was planting life. Through these stages. After that you realize. Kumbe was not. Mungu hakuwa. You know there are times we see. Lord mungu alikuwa na Nilikuwa nina kufa. Hmm? There are times we even cry and say. God I perish. Isn't it? But after that. What testimony do you bear? You realize that God. Kumbe he was not killing me. But he was. Giving me life. He was taking me through that so that I can experience his life. He was planting me in his house so that I can flourish, so that I can become prosperous. Those areas and times where a death of a dream or assignment or a vision seems to stalk your every move are nothing but an entrance for you to get into the experience of the wholeness of, of the presence of God. When you feel that your dream is dead, your vision, you have no focus. You are, it's only darkness all around. And I was listening to someone, I've just remembered, sometime I was listening to some someone, by another lady, even can't remember her name. And she was talking about uh, the old times cameras. Only the people maybe in the media can understand. And maybe some of us. The cameras, we used to use Kitambo, a film. Uh, for them to be, uh, for them to, you know, to be processed into a good, a, a photo, they used to take them to a dark room. Yeah? In fact, even your camera, when you are using the camera and you happen to open and expose the film to light, you burn the whole film, isn't it? And it goes to, to waste and you have to buy another film and it was very expensive so for it to produce a good photo it has to be in darkness and it is all also processed in a dark room when you go to that place that shop where they process those photos there are no lights very minimal light for them to see but where they put those films and everything for them to pro- to produce good photos, do good pictures, it's a dark room. Do you want to be a good photo, a good picture? Then you have to go through the dark room. You have to go through the dark room. Please, do not run away from those experiences. Embrace them. With grace, embrace them. You will be a testimony to someone. Someone will look up to you. They will look at you and admire you for who you are. And you will be a testimony. And you can rise and tell them, you can be even more than I am today. If you just allow yourself to go through the process of growth, the process of dying. So the Lord is not condemning us to a graveyard, which is what you may be feeling when you're going through the process. But he's planting you. In richer soil for greater fruit. I want us to go back to that scripture in in uh, John chapter 15, verse 15 to 6. Sorry, Psalms 92, verse 12. The righteous shall flourish. Psalms chapter 92. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Let's stop there. I did a, few, a small research about the cedar of Lebanon. And uh, I am told that this cedar is a species of cedars native to the mountain of east in the Mediterranean basin. It is evergreen, an evergreen foyer that can reach up to 40 meters in height. Yeah? And it is widely used as an ornamental tree in parks and gardens. The Bible says you will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Imagine your height. (laughs) Imagine the attraction. When you allow to be planted, you will grow to be a cedar of Lebanon. And on the conservation status, they were saying that this cedar of Lebanon is very, right now it is vulnerable. It is vulnerable because the population is decreasing. So it is rare. It is becoming a rare species. And they're also saying that this cedar, it is prized for its fine grain and has an attractive yellow color. And it is known for its fragrance. It has a sweet fragrance. I want to be sweet for the Lord. I want to be a sweet perfume unto the Lord as I am planted in the house of the Lord. I want to be this cedar of Lebanon. And it also says that cedars are exceptionally durable. They are exceptionally durable. And another interesting thing, what was exciting me is that they are immune to insect ravages. That's why, that's what, that's why they are durable. Insects do not touch them. They are immune. That's why they live many years. You can live many years. You can be durable. You can live many years. Because you are a cedar in the house of the Lord. A cedar of Lebanon. Hallelujah. It is, let's continue. Verse 13. Planted in the house of the Lord. They will flourish in the courts of our God. Let's continue. You will flourish. You've been called to flourish. You will flourish. Say to yourself, I will flourish. I, Lucy, I, Lucy, I will flourish in the house of the Lord. I will flourish because I'm a cedar of Lebanon. I will withstand all the weather. I will withstand all the seasons. I shall stand tall. I shall stand tall over all the other trees. I shall live many years. I shall produce a sweet fragrance. I shall be looked out for. They shall look for me in the east, in the west, in the south, in the north. Because I am rare. They will look for me. They will start searching the internet to get my name. Because I will flourish in the house of the Lord. Because I will remain planted in the courts of God. I will remain flourishing. And producing good fruit. And producing a good smell in the house of the Lord. A good fragrance in the house of the Lord. Those who come near me, they shall go home also smelling the same. They shall go away also smelling of the fragrance of the presence of God. Because I will be planted in the house of the Lord. Because I have allowed myself to go through the painful process. I have allowed myself to be buried. And so I will produce even many more cedars like myself, I will multiply. Everything that comes in contact with me shall also give fruit. It shall also multiply. It shall also produce in the name of Jesus. I shall not die alone. I will multiply whether 30-fold, whether 60-fold, whether 100-fold, I shall not remain alone. I shall not die alone. My household shall thrive because I exist. My country shall, uh, shall, shall thrive because I exist. Those around me shall succeed because I exist, because I have allowed to go the process. I embrace the pain. I embrace the pain. I embrace the pain. I accept to go through the process. I accept to be buried in the earth. I accept to go into the dark room. I shall be processed to be what God is calling me to be. Glory to the Lord God Almighty. Glory to the Lord God Almighty. And the Bible calls us in John chapter 15, verse 15 to 16, as we wind up. And Jesus was talking. He was actually praying. And he says, as he was praying, He was also saying, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everyone. Everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. Verse 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Brothers and sisters, the Lord chose that you will be in this meeting today. You did not choose. There are those who had wanted to come and they have not come. The Lord chose you specifically. That you will be here. That you will come and hear this. That you will hear. Even those who will be listening through the podcast and everything. The Lord chose them that they will hear this word. And he appointed them to go. He says he has appointed you to go and bear fruit. He's saying from this moment forward. I have appointed you to go and bear fruit. Not just fruit but a fruit that will last. A fruit that will remain. A good fruit that can be eaten by anyone. That everyone will feel nourished by the words that come out of your mouth. Everyone will long to be in your fellowship. Because they know when they are discouraged and they give you a phone call. The only words that come out of their mouth are words to build. Are words to encourage. Are words of life. You will give fruit that remain. And as we impact on that person, they will also impact on others. That is where now fruitfulness come in. They will impact on others. The Bible is not saying fruits in this scripture. It's talking about fruit. This is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. There is joy. There is peace. There is love. There is forgiveness. There is forbearance. There is perseverance and self-control. There is all this thing. But they are all one fruit in him. A fruit that remain. When they need joy, they come to you, they find joy. When they need peace, they come to you, they find peace. When you're going through a certain situation, you have patience because you have fruit. A fruit that remains. Why don't we be upstanding? And as we respond to the word, why don't you just call on the name of the Lord and say, Lord, I accept to the call of going into the earth, of being buried into the earth. I do not want to remain alone. I do not want to remain buried in the earth. I want to walk with you. I accept the process. I accept The pain, I will go through it. I will go through it. For you give the grace. You give the grace, oh God, to the humble. You resist the proud. But I choose to humble myself and say, Lord Jesus, if I have to go through fire one and fire two, if I have to go through the third fire, if I have to go through the fourth fire, if I have to go through even to the seventh fire and the last fire to be processed, to be what you want me to be. Jesus, I pray, take me through the processes. I surrender to you, oh God, that I may be what you want me to be. I surrender to the process of procession. I surrender to the process of crushing. I surrender to the process of pain. I surrender to the process of being called names. I surrender to being called names. I surrender. I surrender through it all, oh God. Because I know that when I am with you, I am an overcomer. I shall succeed in the name of Jesus. I surrender to be mocked. I surrender because I know I am the apple of God's eye. And oh God, as I go through this process, I will come out better. I will come out better. I will come out refined. I will come out purified. I will come out a delicious and a precious gift. Oh God, in your hand, my Father, that you can use, oh God, to execute vengeance, oh God, on with the wickedness that is in the world, in the name of Jesus.